0: for the thinking point uh, on our show so the idea of mandatory vaccinations is slowly gaining the support of the South African public, believe it or not. This is according to the University of Johannesburg and the Human Sciences Research Council Democracy Survey, which shows that 54, 54% of South African adults think employers should force employees to get vaccinated. The study also indicates that 51% support vaccine passports for entering certain public areas. So, we're joined on the line by by Professor Karin Ransiman, who's director for the Center for Social Change at the University of Joburg. Prof, good morning. Uh, let's hear the sample for this study first before we get into uh, the kinds of things that came out of it. Sure. So the
1: the sample of participants for the survey was 6,633. And the survey was conducted between the 22nd of October and the 17th of November of this year. And it was predominantly done online, but we did have a small bit of telephone interviewing to make sure that we could get to older
0: people. And the understanding of mandatory vaccines, was it clear to all of the people that you sampled? So
1: with an online survey we obviously try to craft the questions as clearly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um so for instance, we didn't use the term vaccine passports. We rather asked people about their support for having to provide proof of vaccination to enter public places. And also with vaccine mandates, we very much restricted it to an understanding of compulsory workplace COVID-19 vaccination. So although we might use the term vaccine mandates and vaccine passports when we talk, we were quite specific in uh, trying to be very clear and giving participants examples so that they could indicate whether they supported such measures or not.
0: And it sounds to me that uh, in terms of timing, actually, this study was done even before the Omicron vi- uh, uh, variant was here. Yes, absolutely. I mean,
1: the last survey we conducted was on the the 17th of November. So it was before Omicron and it was before we started to see an increase in cases. Um, But this still uh, provides us some indicative uh, levels of support for these kinds of interventions. And it's possible that support may have increased because as we have seen, there's been a slight uptake in vaccination. And we have found that vaccination status Is incredibly important uh, with regards to support for these kinds of interventions.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, interesting to me, 54% of South African adults support employers uh, making COVID 19 vaccines compulsory, and 51% uh, support even vaccine passports. Elaborate for me.
1: So what we saw, very interestingly, is that the levels of support for these interventions differ considerably by vaccination status. So, for instance, uh, amongst those that are fully vaccinated, support for these kinds of interventions uh, goes up to about 75%. But amongst those who are unvaccinated and do not want to vaccinate, uh, the support falls to 10% for both uh, the employer vaccine mandates and the vaccine passports. So it really does show how important vaccine acceptance and hesitancy is with regards to support for these kinds of interventions.
0: Yeah, and the support for these policies, uh, and um, I suppose I'm going back to the sample, Uh, how much of the people that you sampled were themselves vaccinated and how many were not vaccinated?
1: So what we did with the data to try and ensure that it was representative of the of the population of South Africa was that we did two things. So first of all, we weighted the data to match um, Statistics South Africa's data on race, education, and age. But we also did something further. We made a further adjustment to take into account the vaccination rate by gender at the midpoint of the survey. Um, So what we were then able to do was with our data, we're matching the vaccination rate uh, of the population at that time, and if my memory serves me correctly, at that time it was probably about thirty-three or thirty-four percent. Mm. So that that would that would broadly then match what we what we're reporting on.
0: For me, what fascinated me the most when I was uh, reading uh, about this and preparing myself last night was finding out that the support for compulsory workplace workplace vaccination is actually highest amongst Indian adults in South Africa, about sixty-five percent, followed by Black African adults about. About 56% and coloured adult, adults at 49%, and the lowest uh, was white adults at uh, 32%. Is it because of uh, how you de- you know designed the demographics? Why is it that those numbers you think look that way? So it's not
1: to do with the sample because we have you know weighted the data to ensure that it is representative of the population in terms of, of race. Yeah. So it isn't a, a result of the sample. What it is a result of, quite clearly, is actually the levels of vaccine hesitancy. So this is the fifth round of, of this survey that we've been conducting since 2020. And from the beginning of the year, what we have been seeing is that Indian adults kind of almost throughout the pandemic have been amongst the most risk-averse. Mm. Uh, so most vaccine-accepting and um, with with uh, levels of uptake of the vaccine Whereas what we've seen throughout the year consistently is actually white adults are actually the most vaccine hesitant race group in South Africa. Mm. And so then we see this corresponding to support for the workplace mandates and um, vaccine passports.
0: And then we get to the passports part because, uh, you know, it looks like uh, your study is also saying that we generally as a population should not access certain places if we are not carrying the passport. There was absolutely no reluctance around the issue of carrying the passport.
1: So what we see is obviously the total levels of support are about 51%, so about half the population. It's important to just underline that doesn't mean that there's another half that are opposed. There's about a third that are opposed and another group that are kind of of unsure. But what we also did was to probe it further and ask people about particular examples and and what areas would they be most accepting of having to provide proof of vaccination. So what we saw was... That having to provide proof of vaccination at um, sporting events at stadiums that received the highest level of support, but there was also. at doing this at schools, at universities. Um, What we did see was that there were lower levels of support uh, at having to provide proof of vaccination to access municipal offices and places of of worship. So it does demonstrate that although the overall levels are about 51%, um, there and is some variation around people's support for particular public spaces. Mm -hmm.
0: And then is there at all a marked difference by gender in terms of support or lack thereof in your study? Are you finding, for example, men are saying one thing and women are saying something different?
1: So actually on both measures, we found that by gender, actually, it's comparatively the same. There were very small differences. Uh, And again, there was also very small differences by age, uh, which was also interesting, given that we know that younger people are much more likely to be vaccine hesitant. So it was kind of interesting that actually the youngest age group, the 18 to 24 year olds, um, they actually had the highest level of support for compulsory workplace vaccinations Mm. and slightly lower on vaccine passports. Um, but that was a kind of interesting finding, which I don't think we were, we were expecting to come up.
0: Yeah. And there were six, six uh, one, two, three, four, five, six uh, particular types of public spaces uh, that were uh, gauged to be, uh, you know, given a relative level of support uh, in terms of uh, um, uh, passport entry. What were these places that people felt that you need a passport to enter here? So we we gave people examples, and then we asked them to see whether they would support it happening
1: at that place.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, so so we 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 gave them uh, the places. So these are not um, elicited from the participants themselves. Okay. And um, so. What we did see was that there was uh, over a third that were saying that they didn't support it in any of the examples that we gave, Um, but there were high levels of support at sporting stadiums, at schools, uh, also at restaurants uh, and universities, but lower at places of worship and and municipal offices. But again, this is very cross-sectored by uh, vaccination data. Yeah. So... For those who are fully vaccinated, again, the levels of support for having to prove um, vaccination at these particular places is. over 60% sometimes into the 70s, and amongst the unvaccinated, considerably lower, uh, under 15% in in most cases.
0: Yeah, South Africa is a sport-loving nation and I'm interested to find out what they said specifically about sport. I remember when Bafana Bafana had a game and a couple of uh, fans were allowed into the stadium early, uh, well, sometimes in the middle of this year. A lot of people were excited about that and it's still very frustrating for a lot of South Africans, especially those that love football that they can watch, for example, in Europe, uh, football with uh, full stadiums, and it's not happening yet in our country. What did they say about access, particularly uh, for sporting uh, events and at stadiums? So that was the,
1: the the kind of public place that had the highest levels of support once we gave the examples. And what's really interesting here is although that support is the highest amongst the fully vaccinated Even amongst the unvaccinated, they are slightly more supportive of 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 having to have a vaccine passport to enter a stadium, um, much more so than, for instance, a university or or a school. Um, So I think that does bear out what you're saying, that uh, when it comes to sport, maybe people are are slightly more willing to kind of get back to that kind of normality, feeling the spirit of being inside the stadium, even if that means having to show proof of vaccination.
0: Yeah. Lastly, what surprised you as researchers, as we round off our discussion, uh, Prof, what surprised you as researchers when you were collecting the data for this research?
1: I think one of the standout findings is actually about the relationship between levels of education and the support for uh, workplace vaccine mandates and vaccine passports. So what we found in in this survey is that those with less than than matric education were the most supporting, uh, about 60% of those, whereas those with post-matric education only supported these measures by about 40%, so a 20 percentage point difference there. Uh, And this, I think, is something we really want to explore more. I think it probably is related to levels of vaccine hesitancy, which we've seen fluctuating through the year. Mm. Um, And so I think this is definitely something that that bears more research. And of course, sitting in a university myself, I've got a particular interest in that finding.
0: Of course. We'll leave it there. And uh, thank you very much for the study. And uh, thank you also uh, for the time you gave me this morning for this conversation. Thank you, Prof. Thanks so much. Thank you, Professor Karin uh, Runciman is director for the Center for Social Change at uh, the University of Joburg. Ain't that a surprise? It's 9.31. It's time for the news headlines and Musa is standing by.